welcome everybody. Welcome, <laughs> Beth, of course. I don't know what I missed the joke. Hey guys. I, I, the, I don't know how what you guys, the music sounded like to you guys, but on my end, it's, <laughs> it didn't have rhythm. It sounded irregular or something. Like it sped up and slowed down and stuff. Well, hello, Sue. Hi, it's Mark. Hi, Dr. Alexander. So, yeah. So, so yeah. There, hello, everybody. Yep. Good, good crowd already. Look at that. Tune it in to Sky Captain. Or Sky Captain, right? You must all have opinions. I asked for opinions. opinions. There's a lot of opinions. There's opinions on this film. Who knew? So uh, before we get too far, I guess we have we do have news and all kinds of other stuff to talk about. So um, yeah, what's going on? We got the drink. So guys, it is Wednesday night, seven o'clock. Time for news. Uh, Star Trek Gates. Well, we already knew so. They just announced Disco gets season five. Everybody get ready to Disco for the fifth time. Picard, March 3. I will give it a whirl. I am interested to see what they're going to do this season. Strange New World, 5 May. And Hopefully, they yeah. already, they've, they've already approved season two. Season two. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me because, um, you know, their CBS's whole slash Paramount's whole plan is to have yeah year-round star trek something's always coming out so um they got and then lower decks in the summer and lower decks has been given season four and so i have to wonder with this many star treks you know them constantly writing and producing so quickly does make me worried about quality of content yeah is there are we just pouring into stuff and making for be prolific just to be prolific right exactly because then it starts to sound like a money grab to me that they're just trying to get as much as they can and hope for the fan base will just kind of look at it i mean if you look at marvel now you maybe say marvel is prolific but marvel already has source material they're pulling all these storylines yeah, out. Yeah, they're different, right? They have a they have a wider net to 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 pull from because massive. They, they have a massive yeah, because they have so many different universes in, within the Marvel universe, so to speak, that they can different characters and things that they can pull. I've heard and, my daughter tells me that the Eternals is very good, although she's I haven't seen. I would like to see the Eternals. So yeah, she's a sub. Keep I, say, I should have should watch it. So I'll give Eternals. I'll probably give it a try and see. Uh, and and some people may say, but Star Wars is they're not as prolific. I mean, they cl- they churned well, out all those Clone Wars, but Star Wars has a little bit more cohesive arc. Like they really stick to a tighter. You know what I mean? Where yeah. I feel like Star Trek. I think they've realized like, that that sticking to more around the original three films, that time zone line, whatever you want to call it, is working better for them than going into the newer stuff that yeah. came out the last three movies so to speak and you know of course they're doing what they did well with bad batch um yeah. which was really is really prequel era but i think they're finding their footing kind of staying in that earlier stuff is working better um i wouldn't mind doing what they've yeah. done as far as star wars i would love to see them do what they did like with what they're doing with the video games like there's a video game back called knights of the old republic where it was like hundreds of years before star wars took place yeah old republic stuff but it's still uh you know sith against jedi kind of thing and i i think i think that would be a neat way to go i think it would be you could bring in all new characters and new storylines and you wouldn't your canon isn't really that set because you're talking hundreds of years before prior or 100 years whatever prior to to uh, star wars Oh, yeah. Now, having said all that, and, and Star Wars is coming out with some fantastic storytelling, like some great storytelling. And having said all that, I think uh, you and I both have to admit Boba Fett is getting some criticism. Yeah, it's getting a little criticism. And some of it is really um might be warranted. warranted. It's is it is it is it that it's it's not that it's bad. I don't want to say that it's bad or I don't like it. But I think what's happened is we were mandalorian was like this the bar was so high with mandalorian really i mean it was just it's like way up here and there anything like that's coming finale we'll never top short. that finale where i will never top it yeah and i mean you're only what this is today's episode four dropped yeah and i think my personal criticism of it is we're seeing i i just want to get through this backstory what happened between the sarlacc pit yeah and mandalorian just let's we could i think they should have done that in like two episodes but now it's, it's i don't know about today this one i haven't watched the fourth one but you know, yeah episodes we're still going back and it was just getting kind of repetitive it seemed like to me and i think we want to and i'm hoping by the end of the season we're going to see 
um, Boba Fett, kind of what we expected to see him, what he was, how he was, yeah, and how he was yeah. in the shows is a little more badassery. Excuse my French, but I would like you know, to see that a little too. Kind of I mean, like he's being a little too soft on people. And it's like, I don't see how quickly he's changed. Like he yeah. he's taken over Jabba's palace and suddenly, and he's not a badass. He's yeah. He's you expected him to, to be more ruthless. Be and fair about things, and we're like Boba Fett fair. Yeah. I don't know. The two criticisms that uh, you hear most often on the interwebs, and I, I feel like I agree, um, are what we just said. He's not a badass anymore. And the other one was like, how come he has this gang of teenagers? I won't spoil, but he has this gang of like teenagers, yeah. and they're running around like basically on Vespas, and yeah. they're beautiful, they're brightly colored, yeah, gorgeous, clean. Yeah, they're a little too. They're a little too on like, Tatooine. I think what they were trying to go for <laughs> was like. Um, you know, like oh, you might oh, go to like oh, LA or something and you'll see like the, the, the cars that, you know, that bounce up and down and they're all. On Tatooine? I know, but I'm thinking that's what they're kind of going for. Like it's kind of that, not gang thing, but it's like that kind of car club sort of, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm trying to put an explanation. I, I, the first thing I saw when I saw those scooters, and again, I hope, I'm sorry, this really isn't that integral to the story. So we're not really spoiling anything. We're not spoiling anything. But all I saw was the, the album cover to the Who Quadrophenia. Have you ever seen that? Uh, I probably, <laughs> I think I actually have it because I posted it somewhere. I'll most post people, it most hey, people I'll say Double Power Rangers. People that have not you. seen what I'm talking about. Um, um, I'm pretty sure I have it. Maybe you share, but yeah, Boba Fett suddenly being nice. And it's, like, are... it's hysterical because I'm like, no, it's just a tribute people to the. People are confused. Here, I here, I'm going to share it. I have it right here. Um, but you know, I'm I'm hopeful. I we're only four episodes in. Is it eight episodes? Twelve? How do we do? We know how many episodes Boba Fett has? Usually, Mando Mando was eight. So, so that's the album cover to the Who Quadrant. Oh, the, yeah, there's Quadrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But imagine bright colors. Yeah, but imagine, yeah, exactly. Real primary, bright, shiny, metallic-looking paint colors. Yeah, Sue says one division started out slowly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we'll see. I'm again. I'm. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. And it's. I'm not judging it. It's still better than Discovery. Did I say that? It's probably still better than Discovery. (laughs) And I and I was saying this before the show started, and I'll say this to the audience: Disco, this last episode that aired, that just aired before they started their mid-season break, that was a good episode why frank's directed it he made them star trek in spite of themselves so yeah that's I, what I, happened I, i'll give it a try um while i am watching the excellent storytelling of filoni and favreau i'm and, and appreciating john favreau i i watched um i watched spider-man no way home and favreau's in it as happy uh uh iron man's buddy there and the whole time he's on there as happy i'm looking at him going that's the man that saved star wars, star wars yeah <laughs> whole time. no kidding huh um spider-man no way i have some stats for you guys that i'm really curious to see if you out there agree with this or not spider-man no way home has just officially become the fourth numero four highest grossing movie ever and that is domestic and unadjusted for inflation. So I will run you down the top ten highest you know, grossing movies. The other, ever. the other, the other thing that makes that interesting is because we're still in a in a pandemic and people aren't really going. People go in the movies. So anyway, but this one only Star Wars is only in the movies. Ghostbusters Afterlife I saw I saw here, but I think I saw on HBO Max. I, I saw. I, know, I think it's now available. Some of them, would, what they do is they 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 release in the theater, and then like a week or two later, they'll release digital because um, they realize that it's just not. So anyway, what was the what okay? Were the-, the top ten, and I'll I'll zoom through. I'll zip through these. The top five, I'll tell you what they actually made. Uh, in the tenth place position is uh, the Last Jedi. Really? Okay. In ninth place, ninth nine nine nine. <laughs> Ninth place, Avengers. In eighth place, Jurassic World. How did that happen? Really? Yeah, it beat but these Avengers. Are, these are not adjusted. Are they? Are they just strictly this by is, money they're making, or is it adjusted for like? Highest grossing movie ever. It, in parentheses, it says domestic, so not worldwide. Yeah, it's not adjusted comma, for inflation. Unadjusted anything. for inflation. Uh, unadjusted that's, for inflation. That's, that's, there you go. Okay. Getting it. So, number seven, Titanic. Okay, I can see it. That thing. That goes. was the number one for the longest time. 
Number six, uh, Infinity War. Sure. Yep, I see it. Number five, raking in $700 million, Black Panther. Really? Yep. Number four, as I just said, raking in 702 currently million dollars. They're coming up on 703. Spider-Man No Way Home. Number three, pulling in $760 million, Avatar. And last week in my news segment, I said the Avatar 2 is coming out in December. Number two, pulling in $858 million, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And in the number one position, pulling in $936 million, closing in on a cool billion, kids, Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. You're really kidding me. Wow. It's right there. That I believe. No, I believe you. But again, <laughs> you have the key is here's your key. Those are not adjusted for inflation. So it's hard to compare it to movies of the past that were huge blockbusters like E.T. Yeah, obviously that's, you that's know, even, that's even, even, big even, date range, you like know, because it took, because there was E.T. held it for the longest time, I believe. And then I don't think yeah. it got knocked off until Titanic. Yeah. Titanic mm-hmm. was one of the films Somewhere that probably that, yeah. knocked E.T. out of the, out of the top slot. But yeah, I think with, when you, when you adjust for fun, inflation, <laughs> I think it's, what? Dr. Alexander, are they adjusting for boredom? Apparently not. <laughs> they maybe they should have for boredom. Yeah, awesome. My my uh my chat is not updating. Oh no, chat. Yeah, everyone's yeah. chatting. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Everyone's but... chatting, everyone says hi. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, do you guys agree with those with those movies? I I was really surprised at a couple of them on the list. I really was. I'm sorry, I was muted um because I was trying to refresh my thing. But anyway, it's not that I don't agree. It's the numbers of the numbers. I mean, what I think is the other thing that you need to is interesting is both of the biggest of the most that covered most of that, which was Marvel and Star Wars, are owned by Disney. That's true. They're breaking in insane amount. Although Disney just acquired. When did Disney acquire Star Wars? Because oh, Star Wars, been, excuse me, it's been since the new movies. Oh, has it? Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. So what uh, a what a what a fucking Leviathan. I mean, just what a Leviathan. Now I gotta put the damn oh sorry explicit my bad. Bad language there, Mary Beth. Now have people in Mexico language I'm sure they know that word. That's... Bad word, guys. It's I mean, just a juggernaut, an absolute juggernaut. It is. It it both Marvel, Marvel is amazing and and in Star Wars too, with with what Disney's done with it. I think I think Disney's done better with Star Wars in their TV shows than they have with their films. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I think their their TV programming has been better um, than their filmmaking of late. But yeah, I, as far I, as Star Wars goes, and, as and far as Star Marvel Wars too, goes. they've been really like like uh, you know, um, Hawkeye was really good uh the tv yeah. series and stuff so all those ones soldier uh, falcon winter soldier yeah, great falcon winter soldier was awesome decent. they did they done really well with um the TV. what if fun sure what yeah. if and really it all good. ties in yeah. the thing what it is is it's all tying in it's all tying yeah. in this spider-man no way home it's all tying in this yeah. doctor strange and the multiverse of madness it's coming guys it's coming this thing's gonna blow wide open it's all one big storyline yeah. i love it i love even, it never been done before even, never been done even wandavision was really good when she it got kind of into it. At first, I was like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah, you <laughs> t- like, it took you a couple of The first couple episodes, you're going, what's going on here? <laughs> it was a good reveal. It and it was, was yeah, reveal. once you figured out that there was more going on than just silliness, um, it was a good story. So, yeah. Another. Just, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I, I was going to say. I had nothing. <laughs> I, another juggernaut that has now sadly, sadly come to a close. You and I will both miss it. Mm the expanse yeah goodbye is it over where is it no spoilers if you haven't seen the last episode if you're a fan but they definitely left the door open to continue wide open they left the barn door wide open um they left one thread really hanging kind of that you'd almost expect like there's going to be we know it we know already there's three more books that they haven't covered they've only done the first six books however many they only done the first bunch i didn't read them so i didn't there's still three more books they haven't done and showrunners are openly saying yeah we're taking a break yeah 
I suspect so, yeah. I suspect we're gonna see more expanse. So. I hope we're gonna see more expense, but what a great finale. If you guys haven't seen it, if you're gonna see it, it's only six season, uh six episodes this season. Yeah, so you can shotgun it. It's a short season, it was wrapped up really, really well, but they did leave some things hanging on purpose. I think maybe they'll be back. Agreed. No more Naomi. Yeah, no more Holden. I love drummer. I think drummer was like no more Christian Abasarala. I loved her. Yeah, I love drummer. Drummer was my favorite character, I think. And oh, I can't can't say it because it's spoiler. I was gonna say drummer and Amos are my favorite characters on that show. Yeah, Amos is probably one of my favorites. Anyway, so we are here to talk about... We have a drink. We have I, a drink. To, I do. Let me do the drink. It's another simple simple one that actually doesn't sound too bad. And this is called Aviator Fuel, which is just two ounces of vodka, two ounces of lemonade, and some lemon lime soda, which is 7 I'll do it. Or whatever, Sprite, and a lemon wedge. Boom, done. I'll do it. Cheers to the Aviator Fuel. Did we, have the, did we do the Aviator Fuel when we did... Um... No, we did it. And it was funny you mentioned that because I'll take this down. Firefighters it, airplane one. When we did, uh, no, that way, I think we, that one we did. Oh, you're talking about always? No. Oh, yeah. So, like, sorry, one more. Sorry, my bad. One more tiny piece of news. Yes, Quantum Leap is set to come back. And I believe Scott Bakula is attached to the project, but we'll find out. Anyway, keep going. Yes. Oh, no, there right. was a drink we called, called a, uh, um, Aviator Fueler. There was a drink called the Aviator that we did oh, for Aviator. another. And the funny thing is, when I was looking for drinks for this one, that one came up, and I was like, oh, "I'll do this one." And then when I, I I literally went to save it, and I'm like, "You already, it's you know, it's saying you have a file already the same name." And I'm yeah. like, "Oh, we did this already. Yeah, we did that one already." Yeah. I don't know what we did it for. Um, I want to say the, the it wasn't always. Maybe it yeah, was. Yeah, always. Like, no, we did like I think it was. I think we might have done it for um, the Rocketeer, maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was the rock here. Hmm. If anybody knows which one we did it on, post okay. it up and you will win absolutely nothing. Win absolutely nothing. Our gratitude for <laughs> I'd have to go back and you'll look. win nothing. And here I'll nothing. I'll I'll give you a link to where you can <laughs> get your own prize. So there's our there's our drink. Yes. So um so yes, yeah, so we're doing um this was 2004. Four? Yes. Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. I actually enjoyed this film. I know there's a lot of controversy. It did, did not do well. Um, I think it was uh, in the box office. I think they were expecting it to be more of a blockbuster and it kind of fizzled. Um, I don't know why. I really liked it. I liked the nostalgic take they took for that 1930s and early 1940s kind of feel, the, 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 um, the cliffhanger radio drama kind of esque story you know um and there was tons of references to to things of the era um there's a lot of king kong references in it there's superman references in it um and i don't know maybe people just kind of you know didn't bother to pick up on that stuff maybe it wasn't it was all cgi so there wasn't a lot of sets and building the the cast was certainly all-star um so i don't know what 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 why people didn't care for it i liked it um i would have liked to have seen more i would have loved to see yeah. continue with the- you, you, yeah you're absolutely right people for some reason hated this movie um i remember when i saw it, it didn't leave a massive impression on me at that time however now that i've done my research and i've learned a little bit more about it i like this movie and i think you and i tonight should endeavor to explain to our listeners viewers why they should appreciate this movie um i think it went unappreciated because the plot's a little thin the plot is very simplistic it's not well, again i think it's that basic it was that radio drama kind of cliffhangery type you had robots you had you know men from you know it was almost like we didn't know if there were men from space who was invading um yeah. you had kind of a, a hero that flies a plane yeah um you know the reporter is kind of the yeah. always the damsel in it, distress although yeah. she was not really a damsel and she was a very strong character in her own right you know she wasn't taken she wasn't the uh you know she well was she was okay, really more she of a lowest kind of more she of was okay lane. but she did kind of screw up a couple times yeah i mean but yeah she <laughs> that's was, okay that's why i say bring more film you know well she, i guess she did but it got destroyed so he wouldn't let her go back for it um 
which was a okay. So <laughs> yeah, it got blown so up. <laughs> it got blown up. Yeah, this thing is pulled right out of the comics, and it had that look. This is why we should be trying to appreciate this film. You've already said it. Everything in this film, and I mean everything in this film, was CGI, except for the people. Yeah. And if they're actually holding something in their hand, that was real. But every when you go on YouTube and you watch the making of or the behind the scenes stuff, there was a shot of them driving in the car in the rain, and she's driving and he's in the passenger seat and they're having this conversation. And you see that scene, scene being shot. They're sitting, they're in a big blue room. It's all blue screen. They're in, a, in this big blue room. They're sitting on boxes. Yeah. Boxes. I think she had a steering wheel. I think. Yeah. This was again, the, it was the beginning of the virtual, virtual studio or virtual soundstage. And, and this is 2004. So we already had yeah. like Attack of the Clones. We already had Jurassic Park. We had CGI. We yeah, knew CGI, what CGI was. I think the fact but that it was, we, there was all, everything, everything was. Everything. Every, this was, was the no first sets. time. The first yeah. time they ever tried to do everything. Yeah. And I think it and worked. And I think it worked. I think if they had, if they hadn't done the the, the film effect where it made it look like kind of like old film, but it yeah, wasn't like old film. Like it had old. a really interesting. That was just an Adobe, by the it way. It was beautiful. Adobe, it was Adobe After Effects plugin that you could get if you. It has a CP. The whole movie has. Yeah, like you can you can buy that plugin and just drop it into whatever you're working on and have a very similar look. It, it, it was, the movie looked beautiful. Everyone's face is like in soft focus. Everyone looks yeah. gorgeous. It, it, the movie looked beautiful. It had, but um, again, it had that 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 1940s kind of film. Yeah, that 1940s, yeah, yeah. You know, the way they and they the were that's the what they were going for. Done. They wanted it to look. He goes, the not the director, but the director's brother. So not Carrie, but Kevin said we were not going for photorealism. And if you came into this movie looking for photorealism, this is not the movie for you. We wanted it to look like a comic book come to life and then they absolutely achieved they that especially it. with the robots yeah well the robots were directly pulled from a from a superman comic yeah where they were going through the city and they were controlled by radio that was directly pulled from superman um when she's saying they're now crossing fifth street they're now crossing sixth street where she's kind of calling on and she's saying that yeah. you know where they that was a, that was pulled right from more of the worlds oh from, was it from, really from, yeah oh, again awesome. that was almost for line for line pulled from that um, you know, there's some. There's a scene where the when the robots are going through the city in that opening scene and tearing stuff up. If you look at the Empire State Building, King Kong is climbing it. Oh, is he there? The I didn't catch. I didn't catch that one. I caught that was the one Buck of the, King Kong. the other King yeah. Kong references when they're going to the island, um, and they're with the squadron of under amphibious planes. With Ange- I thought it was really Angelina cool. There, yeah. As a kid, yeah. I, if I had seen this as a kid, I would have totally been. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Amphibious planes. It just. I mean, how cool was that? I'm sorry. Yeah. So they're going through, they're in that underground cave in with the amphibious planes and there's shipwrecks. One of the shipwrecks is the Venture. Oh, the, the, the ship that took the Kong Venture off was the, the one that took Kong off the island. And there's oh, an actual awesome. cage on deck. If you see on the boat, you'll see a deck, a cage on deck. So oh, they're saying, awesome. is that was that the old was that Skull Island originally? Yeah. You know, I'm saying where they that's are. Great. Is that supposed to be Skull Island? I totally so, miss that. Yeah, so they were supposed if you to be catch the references. I think you'll have a more appreciation for the yeah. Film. Martin is saying it was all sepia except for the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, she yeah. meets the scientists in the theater and the Wizard of Oz looked normal and then everything right. else around it looked cartoony. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful to look at. It was beautifully rendered. They worked so hard on this film. They had an, a crew. They thought they were going to do it just a couple people and the crew kept growing and growing and growing. And apparently they did, well, they filmed in London and they did all the, the CGI work here in the States, but they did it. They found this building and it was this massive kind of old garage type thing and it they had a green screen so they could re- reshoot and do stuff and then everyone worked together in the building and they said they loved it because instead of like having to email someone and say hey what do you think about this you can just get up and walk over and say hey come right. on over and look at something i'm working on and they they worked really hard they worked long hours and midnight was not uncommon and but they they poured their hearts like this really was a labor of love for a lot of people. They poured their hearts into it. And I think for it to not be so well received might have must have been. Yeah, a little heartbreaking for them. A little I heartbreaking. I, I don't I don't want to I don't think I saw it in the theater. Um, but that's not unusual because I just don't go to the movies that often. I, I especially when I'd rather I'm pretty sure I watched it either on HBO slash cinema, you know, one of those 
um, when it came on cable TV. So I didn't, I would have, but I, I regret it because I think I would have liked to have seen this on a big screen in a theater. Yeah, I agree. It would have had even more of an impact. Um, but, um, but yeah, I just, I don't know why, I guess, I guess I never figured out why people, to me, I guess it spoke to the child in me, um, yeah. you know, with, uh, it, they had a, had the same kind of feeling that I got from Indiana Jones yes. films, you know, it's that same, I love that kind of that cliffhangery, you know, the, the adventure. And I think this hit those, those things. And we got to, you know, the, some of the, some of the locations and I loved it. Like that's such another 1940s kind of feel, um, you know, when they're traveling in the plane. And I love the effect where you see them flying over the ocean and you see the compass oh, the map. map, like superimposed, like it's under the water. Yeah. Like you're literally looking at a map. Yeah. I love that. I was like, I that, love that was too. like the best. They, they used that in Indiana Jones too. Did, no, they, Indiana they, Jones, they, you just saw the map with the line, the plane. It's like a dotted line or something. Yeah. yeah. This was like the actual plane flying over an actual ocean but if you ocean. look the wall under the water you could see compass roads and what look would have been like you know the points all cgi uh, every all, action yeah, scene was, was every really moving scene yeah all cgi amazing yeah, you guys to appreciate this movie you gotta go on youtube and look at the making of and just watch them running around just watch Gwyneth Paltrow walking around all by herself in a big blue room and then look at the final product and be like, oh my God. Like yeah. it just oh. unreal. Everything in this movie was I would, I would task people if you haven't, if you haven't seen it or you haven't seen it in a long time, I think it's worth a rewatch, especially after our show and maybe get some different perspective on it. Um, I agree. Because I think I think you would enjoy it um, more. I think you, you know, and I think like you say, once once you kind of find out, you start doing research and you start you know, learning about all the little Easter eggs that were in there and stuff like that, that they did that maybe you didn't notice the first time around, um, you know. And yeah, then, sorry. Like, like say, if you said, oh, I didn't like it, you know, initially, you know, I, I don't know if you didn't like it, po tell me, put in the comments why you didn't like it, because I'm curious. Yeah, let's talk about that. It is people, when I was watching like reviews. Film, what was it about this film that you didn't like? What, what was it that, turned you off because i'm curious i mean i'm not saying this is like the best film ever made or anything like that but i i really enjoyed it and and it, just curious so, why it didn't do better because i completely agree i want you guys start me. start <laughs> typing i just want to say phil's talking to me it feels like i hope you're wearing an eye patch for this movie i'm sorry no phil i <laughs> i did not do the angelina jolie thing i should have yeah there you go that would be a good cosplay I, I love her. She she did great. In she this did. Movie. You know, it's funny I, because when she great. was rehearsing for the, or, or preparing, I should say, for this role, she actually went to because um, she plays a British flight, you know, a RAF officer, so to speak. Yeah. And she went and 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 talked to veterans, RAF officer veterans and how from from that era, from the 40s and 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 learned how they talked and 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 colloquialisms and she even worked in some of their slang into the script that wasn't originally there so that she kind of fit the character Good for her. and um, she did that because she was just coming off of laura croft tomb raiders i'm not sure where that was in i'm not sure what she was coming off of but she could only yeah. work like a day and a half or two days and she got all that done, all that filmed, and she did all the research for it, even for such a short little gig. Like, good for you. Like, good for you, Angelina. That's awesome. She looked great in it. Yes, she looked gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. She, she even sexier with one eye. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's But the cat, I mean, it was all sarcastic. I mean, we're kind of burying the lead. They had Laurence Olivier 13 right. years after his death. Yeah. Was he this was, he this was, was the, not he, the he first the, time. Uh, yeah, they used his image. Saw, they altered yeah, they it used some bit. alternate manipulated yeah. it, pulled lines that he'd said to create the dialogue. Yeah. Um, but is this the this is not the first time we had seen that, is it? Where they that, took somebody who was dead. Where and, they took someone who was dead, yeah. Like we see it all the time now. Like we just saw Carrie Fisher. Like well, it was better than it, Carrie yeah. Fisher um, in, in um, done before at the end of Rogue One. Well, I guess one could argue that even Forrest Gump, they kind of did some of that stuff. Not oh, yeah, really work, reworked them, but kind of took some of their yeah, kind of put Forrest in their shaking yeah. mix. Yeah, so I don't know if that's the same thing or not. So we could talk about the cast. We could talk about the cast. Yeah, let's sing. Let's zip. So, zip so, far, so Jude Law is our is our sky captain, yeah. um, and I think he does it well. Again, I, 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 you know, of course he's kind of. There's so many veteran actors in here. It's like you can't really. There's not much to talk about because it's like Jude Law. Okay, he's done a ton of stuff and he's good at you know. Usually yeah, there's no unknowns. There's um, no surprises. You know, in Gwyneth part. 
Paltrow as Polly Perkins, again, a very comic book sounding name. You know, Polly Perkins, that was always like Stan Lee's thing has always had the rhyme. Why is she Pepper Potts and Polly Perkins? Polly Perkins. But I mean, it's just very comic book like to have the rhyming name. I don't know why. Um, And she plays a very kind of Lois Lane type character, Um, kind of a strong pain in the butt. Um, Clearly, there was a a past with him, her and Jude Law's character. she looks fantastic in this film, by the way. I don't know if it was the way they softened she her. She did look. Or, everyone looked good. Jude looked amazing. She just looked fantastic. It was that soft focus thing yeah, that they were doing. It was gorgeous. She just looked fantastic in, in this film. And then we already talked about Angeline. Um, you know, she she of course plays uh, Frankie. The, the, Frankie. The, the, and again, here we here we have kind of a throw to to you know we have the flying aircraft carrier. You know, yeah, so was that know, the like Marvel helicarrier, the Avenger Helicarrier before the Helicarrier? I mean No, I think the Helicarrier, I think Marvel had that already in their comic books prior Marvel to already yeah, had that. Yeah. I think that was around. Um, so that was I that's not really a I think as a sci-fi thing, I think the helicarrier type or whatever you want to call it, um is kind of a, a thing, a flying aircraft carrier. I think that's that's nothing really super new but it was it was so diesel it was cool it, this wasn't steampunk it was diesel punk yeah diesel punk. i never heard cool. that term everything until i was doing some cool. research on this i'm like what the heck is diesel punk? Well, it's a step well steam now so we so, advanced yes, the combustion engine combustion, so now we got diesel yeah. punk <laughs> yeah. i just I, I keep going back to it but i just love the amphibious aircraft even his his plane looked just like a p-40 warhawk Oh yeah, his plane which, looks so cool. Yeah, yeah, but, but the that, way they they his, made the the blades like slide back. Yeah, yeah, the, but I mean, the, the actual when it was like, in its, when it was in its aircraft flying mode, landing whatever on land and all that stuff, um, that was basically a P forty Warhawk, which was a real aircraft from the yep. late nineteen thirties, yep. early forties. Flying canopy. Yep. Yep, and 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 then it does this this thing where it turns into a sober. You know, yeah which is cool now the 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 british frankie's squadron was completely those were different those were completely different yeah they were kind of yeah they were their own they were twin engine if i remember and they yeah the same thing where the the, the propellers go to the back <laughs> and become propeller you know become actual screws for a for a boat or a submarine so yeah Folks i just are- love the the stuff on that they did with that yeah we'll keep going with the with the cast in a second here folks are answering your question um the shadow is saying to me it was like going home and visiting the little kid me yeah a lot of people this appeals to that people love the you know a period piece martin is saying i enjoyed it it was escapism they're laughing at the protect the rabbits line yeah um and then when we were wondering why people didn't like it why didn't people like it bruce is saying i didn't i find it i didn't find it drew me in i loved the rocketeer yet we've already done the rocketeer on the show i love the rocketeer but this one put me off it may have been the design or the fact that some of the actors didn't seem into it you were not the only person to observe that so many reviews i watched on youtube people were like the actors phoned it in i, I did I, not I, I didn't get that yeah i don't that. i didn't see that honestly i don't know why well, Chris not, I mean, that's young. an opinion and I didn't, I didn't catch it. I mean, I guess I don't know what I didn't catch it either. felt that that would have been different. Um, I didn't catch it either. Younger, Chris is saying younger audiences seem to have a, seem to have problems with period pieces. That may be true, Chris. That may be true. Well, again, I don't think this would speak to a millennial or a gen, whatever the current one is, Z or Where are they? <laughs> But I don't think so because I don't think they grew up in the era where we did, where it was like, you know, if you read novels and stuff like that, like the, you know, pulp stuff and uh, comic books, like you said, this is, this is definitely a, it's a moving comic book. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a moving comic book. It's the and then, stuff that we were growing up in the sixties and seventies. Yeah. And again, I get, you know, well, I old, love, I'd say older comics than that. But I yeah. love the, I guess I always love that era of, of like you know like indiana jones takes place in the 30s prior to world war ii you know this supposedly takes place in the late again it's it's supposed to take place in the late 30s you know and i guess clearly it's another universe because we don't almost has that that. art deco feel has a very art deco as i'm saying it kind of starts to slide it's some of the imagery kind of slides into the 50s with some of the art deco and some of that yeah yeah i was looking at her clothes her late 40s with some of the 40s or 30s but yeah some of that, you know, but I mean, even like the monsters and stuff like that, you know, the the robots and stuff. I get that's still kind of more earlier, but yeah, it just kind of had that early sci-fi feel to it that you know that was kind of campy and 
I don't know. Yeah. I, again, it just yeah, it like, a lot of it I felt just worked. The robots like really were early sci-fi. Yeah, I again, they, they were, pulled those directly. They were, they were very Iron Giant robots. feel, you know. Um, and then they're all reminding us that uh, the heli that the heli carrier heli carriers go back to 68, 1968. Yeah, they they um, said it's not a new concept. Captain, no, it's not a new concept. They've had it. Captain Scarlet had a flying aircraft carrier. Um, Chris is saying, yeah, the helicarrier was in the 60s in Marvel. And Dr. Alexander was saying that the flying aircraft carrier was actually in the 30s and was the blimp. Yeah, I guess they were trying to use the blimp. Right. Well, so they didn't even. Yeah, they were trying to use uh, the blimp. When we saw uh, um, in, in Indiana Jones and the and then, uh, Last Crusade, remember the plane was, the plane that they stole was the, the biplane was hanging from underneath the. the yeah, that's right. That's right. The biplane was hanging. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Dr. Alexander is saying for a totally CGI film, the actress did a great job with no physical. That's the thing. This That's is the very, very first time it was a totally CGI film and the actors. So what they did for them, and you can see this in the behind the scenes stuff, they completely animated the entire movie. They animated everything, including the scene and what the actors do. So the actors would watch the film, like watch this full animation. And be like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing. Yeah, so but it was otherwise, like, yeah, there was like, was the it was first like an animated time. storyboard. Yeah, and when you see actor interviews now and they've done CGI stuff, they're like, oh yeah, I was reacting to a tennis ball on a stick right. or I was just was reacting to nothing. This was the very, very first time actors had to react to nothing and they'd never done it before. Yeah, so, so you know maybe, what? Maybe that's why I'm it gonna, a, little, a little stiff. I'm going to give them a, you know, yeah. a good on you for doing it. For I walking it through an empty room worked, and reacting. You know, I still think it worked. I didn't see, I didn't, yeah. I personally didn't see um that I it had that michael gambon like michael, michael gambon was in it yeah it's just like yeah so let's get back to our cast we were going through the cast yeah so who do we let we had we talked about angelina jolie we talked about uh, giovanni ribisi is that how you pronounce his last name he was is in that, a bunch of that, stuff Daz dex the kind of the Daz dex, yeah he's around you'll recognize he's been face. in a ton of stuff um he's like he's like an adorably cute um he's like ryan gosling but rounder yeah, he's he's just been a, in a bunch of stuff. Uh, if you go look at his 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 uh, list of Bruce, if you go on YouTube, ah, see it might you might not see it in Canada. I'll go on YouTube and look for the SNL skit. Can you give me some hints? <laughs> he keeps saying there was an SNL skit that was done in the style of this movie, and it's hilarious. But I I can't find no, it. I'm sorry. You sure it wasn't Kids in the Hall? <laughs> was it Kids in the Hall? Oh, no, I'm wondering if it was. Did you uh, see so in Canada? We, 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 that yeah, was SNL. About Michael Gambon, of course, another another great actor. That, um, that's for you guys who are, are, can't place him as Dumbledore. Yeah, but Dumbledore Mark Two. Dumbledore point was not the first one. Uh, and uh, Bailing, I don't know her. She was kind oh, of oh Bailey. She was having a moment for a while there. She she was like the next Michelle, the young sexy Michelle Yeoh. Oh yeah, really? You know, a lot I mean, of all the martial arts. No yeah, about it. Yeah, beautiful so, girl. She plays kind of that weird robot whatever she was supposed to be um in the film i'm looking bruce the rest of Lawrence olivier we talked about that he was kind of he gets a credit um so interesting dr kessler was actually jude law's father peter peter law actually played so his dad was in the film um the rest of the people i don't know you see anybody that is of uh nothing's jumping out at me um bruce was it nightmare at twenty thousand feet no that's that's the that's the um, that's making fun of the that's of the William that's Shatner. Twilight Zone yeah right William Shatner bit so um yeah no Bailing Julian Curry Con Bonfis yeah and Lawrence Olivier which they did do with permission from his family um but yeah that was com computer manipulation of video and audio from when he was a much younger actor so but he gets a yeah but what I want to talk about about what really impressed me but also maybe made me a little bit sad about this movie is the creator the the writer director creator he did everything carrie conran carrie had been working on this thing since he was 14 years old and they he had this idea and he wanted to do it and no one none of the studios were oh thank, thanks bruce yeah, oh, thank you. Bruce put this, the link up. Um, none of the studios would listen to him. And so he started doing a trailer. He started doing a little short on his own, like in his living room on whatever he had. I guess you said it was Adobe. Well, eventually they use Adobe After Effects to do a lot of the, um, the, the, the toning and to make it look the way they did. 
but he painstakingly put together like filming in his living room filming the live action parts and then doing on his home computer this like six minute short and everyone who saw it was blown away in fact like three different people would say they saw it when you go through interviews for this thing they're like and i i watched it and i immediately asked if i could watch it again they all say the same thing and i wanted to see it again immediately i wanted to see i had to see it again like they're just blown away so the studio was like oh my god this is amazing and they threw money at this guy now here's the thing is they claim they say that they threw 70 million dollars at him and it only grossed 53 million dollars or 58 million unfortunately making I that I, I can't believe that it costs that much but that's just it the brother so now let me finish about carrie so carrie has never spoken about this movie since never done an interview since never i don't know has never done any other projects that we know of since i'm not sure what he's what he works at nowadays he did this one thing that was his life's his labor of love his life's work and he never did anything else and to me that's kind of heartbreaking now the brother kevin will come out and talk and he says he's like i don't know where people are getting 70 million it was 20 million and, and so i don't know you know i, I don't find know it hard to believe that that cost 70 million to make especially when you're basically have no sets to build yeah when you, know, you have no sets. just it's all just actors and i think and i think um gwyneth she actually did this um she saw, I guess, parts or something. Maybe she saw that clip you were talking about, and she 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 actually agreed to do it at the indie rate without. Oh, good actually, for her! Without even seeing a script. Good for her. So, um, so I don't think she was getting. You know, I'm I'm sure there was probably the bulk of their went into into payroll into actors. You know what? I would think they, probably they had they had eighty to hundred people. and Gwyneth and yeah, you know, they had eighty to hundred visual effect artists working on this yeah. thing at any time because it was just people sitting in rooms with computers. That that I mean that was it for for hours and hours and hours to create this movie because everything was CGI as I've said before. Chris, yeah, the same thing for Sin City. This movie gets so many comparisons to Sin City, and I don't feel I think it's kind of apples to oranges. I don't necessarily yeah, I, 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 feel like it's. It, it's in city has a similar but isn't that a bunch of isn't that an anthology a bunch of vignettes no it's a it's kind of connected oh they are it's all done in like a it black like, and white it looks Sin like you're city watching a black and white directors if yeah Sin city is like you're watching a black and you're looking at a black and white drawn comic you know it's kind of like that yeah. very and then like these splashes of color like blood red you know you get that um but that one was not, although there was probably a lot of CGI work, I don't think that was tall CGI. No, it wasn't. It was they had actual way more, sets. They had, they, they had things. They just and, had manipulated yeah. it to look more cartoon-like. Yeah, agree. Um, yeah, I don't really, they're totally different. They're, they're not the same genre, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, one was more of that kind of, I didn't, like, there was nothing in this film I can think of that I wouldn't take a, a child to go see. I don't what was it rated pg i think right uh this one captain yeah harlock here yeah <laughs> i think it was named sky captain yeah i think this was pg whereas, he whereas was, clearly sin city was r um yeah. so you know yeah just i don't know yeah you know. but you know um sorry guys i was doing everybody the, has their opinion and we know what that everyone means. has their just opinion like yeah they have I was doing all roads. There are no roads. Well, there are roads, but they're they're no. There are no acting roles. No acting roads. roles, yeah. Um, PG. Sky Captain the World of Tomorrow was PG. Yeah, I figured it was. Like I said, it's this film that, you know, again, I it just it seems that it speaks to my inner child. Um, in a different way that it was a little bit more it like, you know, I know Chris was comparing it to Rocketeer. Some people were comparing it to Rocketeer because I would compare it to Rocketeer before I'd compare it to Sin City. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely Rocketeer was definitely more, again, kind of comic book like. It had took place in the same time, sort of that 1930s, 1940s time period. Um, but this one definitely was more on the fantasy side of things. I mean, Rocketeer, the yeah. only thing that wasn't real really you had was the rocket itself. <laughs> the rest yeah. of the story was believable to some degree, whereas this one was complete fantasy. Um, so uh just different but still enjoyable uh in the same way exactly um, i would put the rocketeer in the same kind of genre as the phantom 
Yeah, the um, Rocketeer, the Phantom, the Shadow, yeah, this those, thing. Those kind Captain, of all Guy had Captain. the same sort of, yeah. Yeah. So, um, all the same 1940s serial comic feel. Yep. Love it. I love it. It's, yeah, film noir. Crescent City was film noir. Um, this, I don't know that it was film noir. It's film like, Well, this is it. This is <laughs> diesel punk. Yeah, this is diesel punk. Diesel this punk. is, yeah, a little bit different genre, I think. But yeah, it was beautiful to look at. Not a super, it's just science fiction action adventure. Yeah. It's well, the world of tomorrow fiction. again was pulled directly from the 1940 World's Fair, which was oh, yeah, there you go. Tomorrow. And if you're feeling uh, like hey, this plot is familiar, it, it is familiar. It's this the same bad guy plot as um Titan AE and Moonraker. Moonraker, the bad guy in Moonraker had the same plan. I'm gonna yeah, go well, to basically, space. Basically, yeah. Uh, in a way, he wasn't though. Was he? I guess. Yeah, in Moonraker, he was gonna go to no, space. No, I know, but I, in this film, was he gonna destroy the Earth or was he just leaving? To no, he was planet. taking animals. And he was gonna start over again. It's, yeah, it's gonna start over again. But I don't think he was gonna destroy what was behind, whereas Moonraker was going to kill everybody except the animals. I think he was because that was the whole end of the movie. They had to stop the destruction of the Earth by going up in the rocket. Oh, yeah, maybe. Whatever the hell they did in the rocket. True. Yeah, same plot. Same. And Titan AE uh, kind of has the same. Plot. That's the one we should well, do. That's Titan an animated. Is that, that's a that's an all cartoon, and that yeah, one, it's all yeah, all animated. That's all but animated, it was, it was and that one well, they do destroy the Earth, and all the they Earth, do destroy all the Earth things do become destroy. refugees and kind of yep, everyone's a refugee. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. I'm just looking over my notes as we're is that Matt, Matt the hour. Voice that one is that yeah matt damon drew barrymore yeah okay can't think of who else oh yeah so i was talking about all roads yeah music sound production design a bunch of producers stunts editing art and of course all the visual effects artists those are our roads we have no acting roads um and particularly the visual effect artists all those visual effects guys um and gals uh particularly for jj track like a lot of 2009 connections and less like insurrection and disco and all you know whatever else i looked up yeah i don't just look at the shows i try to remember to look at the movies too sometimes i forget yeah yeah another ebert loved this movie so i always look to see what cisco and ebert thought ebert loved it i i almost never agree with ebert <laughs> i almost always disagree <laughs> with him he loved it uh and it is holding is holding a solid like 70 some 70 something percent on rotten tomatoes nowadays it is yeah, I think it. I think it's one of those films that's kind of gotten more traction after the fact than it's gotten um, more traction after the fact. And people have come now that we have a better understanding of how CGI works. I think people have come to appreciate the sheer volume of work that went into this movie. Like it just was hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of rendering. Oh yeah, hours. especially because even we're talking two thousand four. So yeah, and, 16, and things that you don't years ago. Yeah, and things um, you don't realize, like they had a team of colorists, like they had a color this entire film, which is probably why it looks sepia. They had a like in the lighting, like you said something about the lighting. And I was like, you know, I was looking at the behind the scenes stuff. There was not a lot of no because they didn't, they like, didn't, you look, didn't they see only lit for they did, yeah because everything was added. They lit it in they the computer. It all the in computer post. lit it. Yeah, they, they lit it in post. Yeah, like the only like, one of the only sets was like Polly's office. Um, yeah, they had like tables. The only they had a couple tables. Um, yeah, the I think Do Dr. Jennings' lab had some tables and stuff. Yeah, there were some tables it. It was for still the blue lab. Screen background. Um, yeah, just uh, like the window that the the but, mysterious woman escapes through is that yep. was an actual window, but the rest but you of everything can see around some it. of the Angelina Jolie stuff. Her climbing off is <laughs> kind of funny. So uh, Jude Law gets out of the plane to go greet Angelina Jolie and. <laughs> He leaves Gwyneth Paltrow to kind of climb down awkwardly on her own. She wasn't climbing down off an airplane. She's climbing down off blue boxes. Yeah. And it, it still worked. Like, it just worked. So, I don't know, man. It, it, I got to give this movie credit. I, I really do. Because, it, you know, it had never been done before. I, love, sure... I just love all the little details that they threw in there. And, oh, yeah. and you, you don't even probably realize that you recognize things like, when they're calling for Sky Captain in the beginning, right? They're putting out the, and you see the radio waves going yeah. out. 
that again, RKO, the RKO logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the, the RKO. Was the thing with the radio waves the, going You know out. what else they did? That, that was they all, did yeah. Rocky Horror, remember? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's all taken from the, uh-huh. the old art. Well, that was definitely RKO, that whole thing in Rocky Horror where yeah. they had the antenna. It was our, the that was the RKO thing. logo. Um, but I mean, just Martin, little no, things yeah. that they kept sticking in there, here and there that just... Um, just really yeah, just works and you don't even realize like i said unless you you know i guess maybe that's why i keyed into it so much because i i you know it wasn't like oh that's the rko thing but it just it all just it just works together because it's together that's the period it's a period it piece fits, yeah guys. exactly it fit the period so this well it's a period piece just accept it it is don't try. <laughs> yeah um and martin you're making me laugh no pigeons were harmed in this movie because we were talking about moonraker and dennis yeah you are reminding me Moonraker had poisonous orchids. Yeah, did it? Yes, Is that that's it? how it was. It was the yeah. orchid. That's where they made the poison from this black orchid. In. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. Now, you did the Moonraker with Roy. I did. Um, I don't. That I was an actual it. Ian Fleming book. Yes. I don't think well, the the book because it was written far before the space shuttle was ever launched what the actual if that story matched what we saw on yeah i don't know i don't remember yeah so but that was i don't we're getting off topic but moonraker was the first bond film, the first the first bond film that i ever saw in the theater oh is it really what year was moonraker in 70 78 maybe something like that 70 somewhere in the late 70s um, yeah because prior to that, the other well, we Moonraker. Had, you had the you had the Spy Who Loved Me, which was a blockbuster hit. Yeah, and the so thing about Moonraker, it pretty much um, that's why it was just a copy. To me, I always looked at it as a copy of the Spy Who Loved Me. It's the same kind of. We we need to get Moonraker back onto yeah. our show, but um, yeah. the thing about Moonraker that actually I don't want to say bothers me, but just threw me is it was campy and more funny. Like it was just campy. Because they and were I again, I, we're not, I don't want to go down this road too far, but again, they were they were trying to capitalize off the pop the popularity of the Spy Who Loved Me, which had yeah. that same kind of feel to it. That's why it was almost a remake of Spy Who Loved Me, just in space. Yeah, Spy Who Loved Me. In space. Space. I, I just just I just want to go on the record, guys. I need my James Bond to be serious. I I need seriousness. I I don't like campy Bond. Okay, anyway, back to sky captain which had its moments of camp like oh, it had yeah. a couple little funny moments it had some funny moments a few other things. yeah you just get lens caps on yeah <laughs> there was another one earlier earlier what was it yeah, there's a lot there's a there's a bunch there's a bunch of little moments in yeah. the show yeah um I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but there are some some silly moments you know kind of with yeah it's usually it, it was and it was usually between Gwyneth and yeah, yeah, because those two just carried the. It was basically Drew, the Gwyneth kind of, and Jude show. Yeah, it was. Like, it, it was, was pretty much those two, and then any other characters would come and Dex go. Dex was out in and out. Angelina's in the movie yeah. for a total of like twelve minutes. Yeah, 12 and she minutes. only took. It only took three days to shoot her part. She was done in yeah, and out. And she was done. So, but I mean, she didn't. She didn't have a major part. She was again just that. No, one. she did. She was, just but she did start billing, which cracks me up. Yeah. Well, because again, they were going off because at the time she was she was superstar. She was doing she was probably, she was probably the, yeah. Tomb Raider and she was doing, you know, Beowulf. She did at the time around the same time, I want to say Beowulf was all animated. Beowulf again had kind of a that was all CGI. Um, Wait, let me look at Beowulf again. Uh, I don't remember that one. That's basically based on the on the. Is it a, yeah, uh, that was 2007, though, right? Yeah. Okay. So she wasn't. She hadn't done that. But I'm yet. But I mean, again, that was kind of. She was real popular during that kind of ten year period. But you're right. It was a computer animated fantasy. Yeah, completely. Fiction. It's good. It's a good one too. Um. And that one. Maybe also, we will do it. Let me add it to the if, list. If you want to do Beowulf, that one used a lot of the um, motion capture stuff. Where is for actors? You know, actually wearing the the suit with the tennis ball stuck to it. <laughs> So if that's yeah, something you guys that's, would, if that's a movie balls. you guys would want us to do, let us know. Um, oh, so yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. He's wearing the motion, the new Mo Mo car motion caption suit at the end. Not Spider-Man the bad guy, whatever. Oh no, wait, wait, wait. You know, no, no, wait. Spider-Man Far From Home. Jake Gyllenhaal is wearing the Mo car suit, but as his suit, like for real, he's wearing. It. You see it. 
Sorry, I need to write Beowulf down on our list of movies. Chris Roach says, I love the 40s classic ray gun. Yeah, that was right. He had that, 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 uh, uh, Dex invented the gun that worked really well. It was kind of, again, it had the kind of the, that ray gun look, the circles that would go out. And then, of course, it fizzled. It only got one shot and then it didn't work again. So, yeah, it was very, again, all, all, try shaking it and he shakes it. Yeah. It's all it's all getting pulled from that from that era, you know, the stuff that they did. It this was one thing after there was nothing in this film, I think, that you could say Bye, Doc. modern. Yep. Saw that. Nobody's obligated to stay for the full hour. They we're almost, we're almost, we're almost at eight o'clock here. There's so. only five minutes left. Yeah, I, I mean, there's still a tell lot. You what Roy's I want to say there's a lot, but there's always so much more I could probably we could probably talk about this film. But I, you know, I, I like to keep us on time. But all in all, I, this is my final. This is my final word on this movie. It doesn't necessarily deserve the bad reviews it gets or that i agree look at it again i Go agree i don't know why it again. It, again it just I, i've said this i don't know how many times tonight but again it spoke to a child in me from that era i, I would have if i had seen this when i was like eight ten years old war and peace kids it's yeah. just fun. if i had seen this when i was like an eight or ten twelve year old i would have gone nuts over it yeah kids would have gone this. nuts over kids it should love this um and i love enjoyed it as an adult because like i said it just makes me it's just that kind of thing i love these movies and again, I, it doesn't and I, take a lot yeah. of thinking there's not a lot of deep plot to it no it's no no yeah an adventure and it's simple and it's again it kind of reminds me you could almost see somebody sitting next to a radio listening to this yes radio play, yes play out and that's what i've always felt it, it had that feeling yes and, Agreed. Again, and the other side of it is that it is a comic book that has become to life it, and a comic book come to life and it had that look absolutely had that look and if nothing else guys just appreciate the hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of work and yeah way. even the even all the all the artwork in it is beautiful i mean it's the set it's beautiful to look set, at all the backgrounds and everything they they drew for it was amazing um so really looks it really looks good so and that's that's i think our final thought on that um uh, they're they're all saying that Bruce, I can only make it five minutes. Martin says this movie is a large soda and a medium bucket of popcorn. Sure, that's about right. Yeah. So uh next week, what did we say we were gonna do? We were gonna do our choices were tremors, serenity. Oh, we said serenity because we were like some I think we're gonna do serenity stuff. next week. But so then that is serenity. The, that is the serenity film. now. That is the film version, the film wrap up Firefly. Of, of Firefly. The TV go back and watch our show. show on Firefly to read. Yeah, go back and watch our show, which is about oh over a year ago now. Yeah, it's probably um, about a year ago. So yeah, so uh, we're gonna do we'll do Serenity, and then we're probably gonna do Tremors. I think was on our list. We'll do Tremors. And, oh, we've got a long list. Yeah, I got a good list of stuff. Um, we're trying to do more modern stuff. Yeah, we're trying 80s. to do more. 20, Get away from the eighties. Get more into the yeah. So uh, what else we have? Iron yeah, Chris, Iron Giant is on the list. Sue says Serenity, yay. Except, I, oh, I won't spoil it. But it has a sad ending, I think. Well, it has an ending. It wraps things up. It has an ending. We we'll talk about that. So what, so what, what does uh, uh, Roy. Roy have? Thank you. Phil, I asked Phil if he doesn't have anything and Fez doesn't have anything right now. So that just leaves Roy. Roy alone holding down the fort for the other shows out there. The other... <laughs> content like uh user created content or whatever the heck we are fan created content Roy Sinai sci-fi is doing 1957's the abominable snowman oh bruce bruce has put his paw in the air for serenity pick me pick me oh with a please um the abominable snowman this is uh not the animated thing you're used to seeing this is going to be a live action um I, and i'm not familiar with this movie but i had asked him this kind of I, I give me. roy credit for pulling up some very obscure <laughs> films it strikes me I as one of those remember the the creature like the giant creature was attacking like kind of like the birds or like what was over the spiders attacking giant spiders or giant ants attacking yeah. it feels like yeah. that kind of a film i'm not sure yeah. i asked roy if he would ever do uh you guys remember did you have creature double feature where you all sure, you guys yeah. were out there we had we the, had yeah, it. yeah, creature Growing double up. feature, and what was the other one with the um, chiller? Chiller, chiller yeah. The, it was like an animated claymation thing with the hands that come up out of the ground. And... We had creature double chiller. feature. It was invariably like Godzilla and, and Mothra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah chiller, so chiller was always Roy, a really bad like or bad fifties. Bending like a, yeah, or, Martin um, bend like a leaf. That was the part I was sad about. Yes. Yeah. We're all sad about that part. We won't. We'll um, talk about that next week. Talk about that next week. 
Chris, uh, Chris is saying Remo Williams. Was Remo Williams a really sci-fi movie? I don't. Um, know. It was another period piece, I think. Sort, no, it's it's kind of about a guy that kind of it's almost like a Batman kind of a story where this guy he's a police he plays he's a humor cop. He, he, the he, top he, of the, he, he gets yeah. killed, but he doesn't really get killed. They on, uh, and then he becomes like a super Liberty agent. There. He come becomes like a super agent for like a super for like a super private. Or, it's been a while or, since I've seen Remo. So yeah, we'll do Serenity. That was a, that um, was again that was I think a film that was supposed to launch a franchise that just didn't. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was supposed to launch it. It was supposed one? to launch a it's franchise that just it just fell flat. So. And so yeah, so that's what we got going on. All right. Well, that should wrap it up for tonight. We will see you next week with Serenity. And mm -hmm. uh, in the meantime, everybody stay safe, and I hope you're all uh, feeling healthy and vaccinated and all that Everywhere. good stuff. So live long and prosper and we will see you.